0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chocolate Puma Podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma. I am back after taking a week off from uh, recovering from vacation. Uh, The wife of the puma had your boy out there on the mountains hiking, and let's just say that my body was not acclimated to either the elevation or the physical exertion, but I am back this week. Certainly wish I was about to record on some more positive or fun terms, but alas, here we are with me on the precipice of burning things to the ground with my anger. I uh, did have a couple of quick asides before diving headfirst into the bullshit, though. Uh, last week, thought I was about to have my untimely demise, uh, so just sit with me as I relive this harrowing experience. As I mentioned in the intro episode, I'm in the car sales game. Part of said game calls for going on test drives. And, well, I was on a test drive last week when I got some of the creepiest vibes ever. I asked the customer, what kind of car do you drive? He tells me, oh, you know, I have an old Mercury Mariner and a cargo van. I asked him, oh, is that for work? He, he looks at me and goes, <laughs> uh, no. No. Around this time, I started getting serious free candy vibes, and I changed the subject immediately. So, do you live in the area? And he looks at me and goes, yeah, you know, I sold my house and moved in with my mom, you know, after my stepdad died. And it's at this moment I think, holy crap, did the stepdad die, like, naturally or willingly because I... I think that uh, this customer may have helped him with his transition if you catch him adrift. So I pull my phone out and share my location because I'm certain at this point I'm riding with John Wayne Gacy's little brother. After a few awkward intense moments, we make it back to the dealership and I quickly jump out. Ask him what he thought of the car and, you know, if he wanted to see how much it would cost him. And he looks at me and leans in and says, No, I called my bank. And I got an idea. And I'm like, uh, so you don't want to see how much it costs? He's like, no, man. I have an idea. So I toss him my card and run inside and while I'm yelling like, hey, you know, give me a call when you got your idea figured out. And I ran away like a scared child. Uh, speaking of spending more time than you want to with uh, someone that's a sociopath. Last night, I went and saw The Joker, and as my Aunt PJ used to say, I could kick my own ass because that movie was garbage. My word. It was just a complete waste of time if you are a fan of the comic. Everything that the director said in interviews was true. He did not want to use anything to do with the comic book world and I just don't get people who try to make movies about characters in the comic book world and then kind of look their nose down and act as if they are above using the source material. Um, So that was a user error, I probably shouldn't have gone to see it, I knew what was going to happen, yet I did it anyway. Should have stayed at home, watched wrestling because from what I saw this morning when I was playing catch up. Uh, it was pretty banging last night. Well, got that out the way, I guess we should move on to the depressing-ass main event. As expected, Amber Geiger was convicted of the murder of Botham John. And for a brief moment, I was ecstatic that there'd be some semblance of justice being rendered in a case uh, that involves an unarmed black person and the police. But just as the American system, uh, justice system is wont to do, the swerve came at sentencing. She was given just 10 years, and she'd be eligible for parole after 5. And that just sucks. Fucking sucks, man. You have a woman who went to the wrong apartment, caused the death of another man, administered no aid, texted about how her career was over but because she cried on the stand, mercy was shown to her. Mercy that if the roles were reversed would not be extended. And before I begin my next statement, let me just say that how the family grieves is how the family grieves. I'm not talking about them. If they want to be forgiving, let them be forgiving, whatever it takes to help them move on with their lives. But After seeing that his younger brother gave his forgiveness and a hug, I saw nothing but a bunch of, look at this, this is forgiveness, this is beautiful, this is the true spirit of Christianity, and frankly, those messages just made me sick, because while forgiveness is great, it doesn't absolve you of the crimes that you've committed. She did the crime. Full stop. And just because it makes you feel better that the victim's brother gave a hug and said that he forgives and the father of the victim said that he forgives, it doesn't mean that you can just let it go. You have to punish her. You have to give her the same time that you would give Tyrone from the wrong side of the tracks. Because Justice is, Lady Justice is supposed to be blind. But it feels like far too often in cases such as this, somebody's seeing something. And making it worse, the judge gets off the bench, gives her a Bible and a hug. The fuck is this? You are an agent of the state. If you want to preach the gospel, by all means do so, but don't do it while you're wearing the robe, period. And now the judge is somewhere sitting crying because she's getting criticism. And frankly, I don't care if she's crying. You deserve the criticism that you're receiving. She said that if Amber Geiger was black, she wouldn't catch this heat. She's absolutely right. Something tells me her moral ass wouldn't have hopped off that bench to hug her in that case. In fact, I have an idea of what she would have said. Jury will now go off and deliberate on. Guilty! That nigga is (gasps) guilty! Sir, settle down. You have to go deliberate. I don't need to deliberate. Hang that nigga now. I got the rope right here. Uh. (laughs) Kang, man and then after the trial you have two incredibly brave people who spoke up during the investigation one young lady whose name escapes me right now uh, possibly recorded Botham John's last words of why did you shoot me she was fired from her job because the company that she worked for didn't want the negative attention she shared the recording and that conveniently never made it to trial the other witness Joshua Brown shot in the chest and the mouth essentially being executed and the Dallas PD has the nerve to peddle the story that he was a drug dealer killed in a botched drug deal how many drug dealers do you think would testify in open court and then conveniently keep his empire going after going so public with his testimony also who would buy drugs from someone who was just in a highly publicized case None of that makes any sense. Dallas PD, we don't believe you. You need more people. It's just infuriating. So when I say Black Lives Matter, sometimes it feels like it's just a reminder myself. Because Lord knows the rest of the world seems to forget sometimes. (sighs) Alright, well, I think I've worked myself up enough today. Until next time, y'all be easy. Peace.